0: that's one of the cool things about human design is anytime you start to feel frustrated or impatient or angry or bitter or disappointed, which is like all the different pro uh, energy types, non-self themes. It's, it's really about like coming back to yourself. Right. And like getting in your body. And I know you do this too. You're like, what is true? Right. Like looking at the facts of like, what is true and what you can control, which is something you and I have talked about a lot. Um, but that helps with self-trust too. It's like, oh, I'm frustrated. It doesn't mean that anything's wrong. It doesn't mean that like I'm doing anything wrong. It just means I have to come back to myself and and like lay out the facts.
1: Hey y'all, welcome back to the podcast. Today, my guest is Rachel Veritimos. She is a good friend and client of mine. She is a human design expert. She's also an empowerment coach and she hosts women's retreats. Today, we talked all about human design. So if you don't know anything about human design, welcome. You're going to enjoy today's episode. And if you do, you're going to learn so much. There was a few things that Rachel told me that I didn't even know about myself. We went all in on human design, how it's actually helped us create so much self-trust, so much self-acceptance, and really helped us with business as well. So I hope you guys take everything from this podcast that you need. Please share it with a friend and tag both of us so we know that you loved it. Okay, I know I always open every show with, oh my gosh, I'm so excited because I love this guest. I love this person. But the truth is, I love this person and I love this guest. And you guys are going to get so much out of today's episode because this is one of the hottest topics going right now which is human design. And I have one of my phenomenal clients here today to talk all about it. Rachel, hi lovely. Hi. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh my gosh, I'm so fortunate. I'm so lucky. And Rachel's one of my one-on-one clients, obviously, that's all I do. But you were just on another one of my one-on-one clients podcast. You were just on Brittany's podcast talking about the same thing because right now human design has like absolutely blown up. And if you guys don't know about human design, I know I've had um, an Enneagram expert on here before. Tracy O'Malley has been on the podcast and I we talk a lot about... Enneagram, but one of my former clients, um, still a great friend of mine to this day, Mandy Dometsky, who's been on this podcast as well. Mandy is heavily into human design and she's the one who kind of introduced me to human design. She was actually so kind for one year for Christmas. She actually gave me the Aaron Claire Jones um, human design breakdown. Um, what what do you call them? Like a reading, a chart oh.
0: breakdown. Uh, she probably gave you like a chart reading and told yeah. you what you're and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It
1: was like a 20 page booklet. I read it on the airplane one time. And like, I kept bothering Nathan because I was like, Oh my God, babe, this is me. Oh my God, babe, this is me. Babe, this is me. And he's like, Oh my gosh, you're crazy. But yes, it is you. And so when Rachel asked me the other day, what it was my human design was, we're the exact same thing. We're a generator. We're a six, two. And so you guys, uh, today's episode is going to be unbelievably informative for sure. And you're going to walk away like literally understanding how you make decisions. And I've talked all the time about self-trust and trusting yourself. And this is huge. And once you kind of really know your human design, it's so much easier for you to be able to do this. So Rachel, tell everyone who you are and what you do, my love.
0: Yeah. So, oh, and I thought
1: of the word as you're
0: talking, I was like, it's blueprint. It's oh, your that's blueprint. that's right. Your human design blueprint. blueprint.
1: That's right. My blueprint.
0: That's right. Yeah. It just escaped me. So yeah, I'm an empowerment coach for women and I also teach human design as one of the ways in which I empower them to live their best life. I'm really into women building sisterhood. So hosting retreats and like the benefits that come out of really building community and sisterhood, but not just that using your human design to trust yourself. And it's funny, Christina, because throughout our work together, You might not even realize it, but you've helped me follow my human design more because it really does take confidence and courage and bravery to follow your human design. It's one thing to do the things that take action that you think are going to move you forward, which for it might sound kind of weird, but you forcing action is not always being in alignment with your human design. And one thing that you and I had worked on was just accepting the free time I had and enjoying it and find pleasure in it. And it was like the thing that I pushed away the most. And really that comes down to not trusting your time, right? Not trusting when you're supposed to work, when you're not supposed to work, not trusting the outcome. And so you've really helped me lean into, no, when I don't have time, you can lean into pleasure. And then I made more money in my business, which then further perpetuated why I love human design and why I feel so strongly about
1: teaching it to other people. Oh my gosh, I love that. But you know what? It is so true. Because Mandy, the one who gave me my blueprint, and we talked heavily about it, she knew her human design like in and out. And she knew that working all the time was so out of alignment for her so she was a uh, I, I don't know the numbers but she was like a manifester and so like for her like the grind was like the worst thing that she could be doing and I know she probably wouldn't mind me saying this because she's talked all about it on the podcast that we were doing together but like it felt so Counterproductive to her to like work and hustle and grind. Like for me and you, it feels very normal. But we're going to talk today, and this will be really helpful for everyone listening. We're going to talk today about like when to do that and like why it works and when it doesn't work. But like for her, if like she was going outside of her human design, oh my gosh, it was like so detrimental. And it even is to you and I. Like, You know, there's been so many times that I've said this to many clients, not just Rachel, but there's been many clients that I have said, like, here's permission to take a break. You do not need my permission, but if you're looking for the permission, please take it. Don't feel like you need it from me. Like, you have to trust yourself, but the more that you've been able to, like, in the beginning, get it from me, but now you know that like, oh my gosh, I don't need anyone's permission to do this. This is just my design. This is who I am.
0: Yeah. It really goes into building the the self-trust, right. Which then is empowering for people. And then, Crazy things can happen. And that's what I'm so excited about really teaching people to fall in love with the unknown and fall in love with the magic that happens when you just follow how, how you feel and not try to override it or even like avoid it and run away and not do anything. So yeah, a 1000%.
1: Okay, so let's start with like, so if someone is brand new listening to this podcast, and you see the title, I don't know what we're going to name this podcast, but something along, you know, how your human design helps you become more confident. Hey, actually, that's a fantastic title. That's probably what we're going to title it. But how, like, let's start with human design. Let's start with like, if someone is brand new to human design, what is it? How does it serve you? Like, how is it created? All the things.
0: Oh, there's so many aspects to it. Um, I'll start off by saying human design was channeled in the seventies by this guy named Ra. So it's a new form of, I don't know, compared to astrology, there is astrology in human design, but he channeled it at this time period as we're moving. And we just moved into the age of Aquarius. I know that Christina's not all into all of these. Like, I don't know a ton about it, <laughs> stuff, but, but basically like the age of Aquarius is about, how can we come up with inventions to further humanity, to better humanity? And it's also about organizations and friendships and you know, also, we're moving into a time period where we're wanting to understand other people, and it's through understanding other people and understanding ourselves that we can actually make those advancements in humanity. So they say that Ra channeled human design in the 70s as we're going into the age of Aquarius, which I know now is like 50 years later, but at the grand scheme of time, it's it's close. Human design uses the human chakra system to an extent. It's not the same as in yoga, But there are some people who have open centers and some people who have defined centers. And the people who have open centers, that's where we're here to uh, learn about humanity. We're here to uh, gain wisdom from other people. Because when you have an open center, you're quite literally taking on someone else's energy. And I actually felt that when you and I first started working together, you have a defined sense of self and I have an undefined sense of self. And I did find myself wanting to take on like Christina's energy as I went out into the world and it's like, oh, like that's where you get to check yourself like that's not my energy I just started taking on someone else's energy but then you also have the ability to understand other people because you can literally feel them in different aspects of your body. And so human design came because of that aspect. So we can have more compassion for other people. So we can have more understanding for other people, but also so we can gain wisdom about what's actually us and what's other people. Um, So it's a combination of astrology, the I Ching, the Kabbalah, which is like this tree of life and neutrinos, which goes into like all science-y type things. Neutrinos are like, um, you know, like electrons and stuff, but smaller. So Hey, channel this all down and human design is basically a divination tool for you to learn to trust yourself and there's different energy types so there's generators you're a generator there's manifesting generators which I am there's manifestors uh, there's reflectors and there's projectors and so what that really helps people do is number one learn to start trusting their energy For example, we have so many people who are telling themselves they're ADHD these days. Like how many people do you know who are like, I'm ADHD?
1: Oh my gosh, the list goes on and on and on. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so when we know that, Yeah, other energy types could possibly be ADHD, but it's typically manifesting generators. They're the ones who are seen as ADHD because they're multi-passionate, and they're different than all the other energy types in the way where they're like hummingbirds moving from project to project, just like a hummingbird moves from flower to flower. And it might seem like they're scattered, and it might seem like they're not doing the one thing, and, and they're not on track, and they're not on purpose, but really... They're here to be passionate about many different things, to skip steps, to be more efficient about how they learn things to become like the jack of all trades, but master of none in order to then bring it all together into their thing, which is something I'm a manifesting generator. So, I mean, that's something I've even found too. And I know a lot of manifesting generators just think they're like ADHD, but really it's the fact that that's their design. And the more you come to accept it and stop thinking it's some sort of diagnosis or something that's wrong with you and, um, You learn to accept it. You come into that self trust, right, which builds confidence. And so, but we also see that in other energy types, like manifestors and projectors, they're not meant to work all the time. Manifestors are meant to wait until they gain that inspiration, and then they use that energy. And they can be the fastest one out of all the energy types once they do get the energy. But then there's like projectors who really only have like four hours of good energy a day, and for them, they they do want to take a lot of breaks, and they're gonna. And I also want to like really say that a lot of people think that if they're a generator or manifesting generator, because they have that life force energy, which means that they could go 24 seven, it doesn't mean that they work 24 seven, like they still take breaks too, but they take breaks in different ways. Like projectors actually take breaks, like do nothing, be silent, drink your tea or do something that just, you know, replenishes your energy. Um and then there are going to be times when you have that like this that life force energy to create, to respond to things, to make something happen. Um and then on the manifesting generator the manifesting side the man- wow, manifesting generator generator side they get breaks too, but it's going to be breaks to do things that are pleasurable to them. So I think it really just allows everyone to have that self-trust and to trust their energy. Like when you're tired, like what do you want to do when you're tired? What feels satisfying to you? It doesn't have to be, we've been in this culture of very masculine, like very go, 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 very willpower push through, which I think is why you've helped me so much because I I have used willpower most of my life. And when you're used to using willpower most of your life, how are you supposed to like trust that it's okay not to, right?
1: Yeah. Um, So yeah. Oh my gosh, there's just so much there. But like, okay, so I want to okay, so now we kind of know like what it is. So how do people so if someone wants to do this, um, like to go take the test by themselves, can they can they do that?
0: Yeah, um, I really like to use myhumandesign.com and you can get your chart and it's really great because you'll find out what energy type you are, which is what I just talked about. I didn't mention reflectors. Reflectors need a lot of time by themselves. So if anyone's a reflector listening like you have all open energy centers you understand everyone except for yourself so you <laughs> want to spend time alone so you can understand yourself um but you'll find out what energy type you're, you are you'll find out what profile you are which i like to think of your profile number as like um your flavor like like Christina's a 6-2 i'm a 6-2 someone else the girl i went on a podcast for that's one of her clients is a 6-2 There's a reason we're attracted to Christina. We have some sort of like flavor to us. Um, So there's 12 different profile numbers. And I think this part's actually really, really cool. The first number in your profile is what you're conscious of. So we can go through line one through six at some point if you want, but it's what you're aware. You know, you act like this. Like me and you, Christina, know that we're a six, which the six is the authority figure, the six experiments a lot the first third of their life. They kind of catch more of their confidence the second third and the third third of their life. Like as they get into their fifties is when most of the wisdom the wisdom really comes out. Um, but unconsciously we're a two, which other people see our two line more than we see it. We can all, sometimes people wanna reject the unconscious part of them because the second part is unconscious. It's who you are without even trying. You have You might have no fucking clue, You act like that, but other people see it and it might even be what they see first. And the two is like the hermit natural talent. So the two can't explain how they do things. They just get passionate about things and their passion makes them dive deep into it. And then they're naturally good at it. Um, So it's probably why like your pillars are decision, faith, action, because you're like, I don't know how I do it. I just do it.
1: Oh my God. I love it so much. Cause there's so much, there's so much truth in that. So you guys can go and take this. Um, you can take this test, but I will tell you having someone like Rachel and yes, I'm promoting her because she is so, pro- she is so damn good at this. Go take the test, but then have someone like Rachel read it for you. You know, it's a quick investment. It's like a, what do you do? Do you do two hour sessions?
0: I could do two hours. I usually do like an hour. because I think An hour. Goes- okay really good basis um but yeah
1: yeah yeah like an hour session it's definitely not that expensive she should be charging more so um I'm just telling you that right now it's definitely not that expensive but knowing this information you guys changes the absolute game so when I when one of my girlfriends gave this to me as a gift one year uh she was a client of mine just like I said I literally read all 24 pages. Then we went through it. She and I, since she's educated on it, she and I went through it together. I still have these notes on my phone that I always look at. If I am feeling out of alignment, I come back to this these notes and I, I'm like, okay, what am I doing? Either what am I doing wrong or what feels right here or how do I trust myself? It's everything comes back to the self-trust. But I It is every word, and I'm looking at this list right in front of me, and maybe uh, the day the podcast comes out, message me, and I'll share it with you, but one thing that is on here, and it's in black letters that I've always written down, is trust myself, self-trust, like trust my gut. Rachel, you and I, so Rachel's been a client of mine for a while now, and she'll send me messages all the time on uh our voxer communication and she's like hey i'm feeling this way i'm feeling this way i'm feeling this way and like i don't even have to respond besides anything um besides in block letters which says trust yourself and every time she's like yes okay thank you (laughs) it turns (laughs) out so good every time right because you actually know it right like you know it in your gut just like me For sure. I feel most uh, like when I am most aligned, when I trust myself is when I have my most success
0: yeah and so that that's actually another thing you'll find when you look up your chart it will say your inner authority so me and christina are sacral inner authorities which means that like we do trust our gut it's like a yes no well one thing i do want to say on christina is that it will also say on your chart when you look it up it will say if you're single definition or split definition or triple split or quadruple split when i looked at your chart christina you are single split so that means Christina is independent, like she can make decisions completely by herself. I think what was really great that you just pointed out is I reach out to Christina and it's not that I need to tell her what to do. I just want her energy to witness my energy because I am a split definition. So when you have a split, sometimes you just need to be around someone else and you don't need them to tell you what to do or anything. You just need to like connect the energy. And what it does is it connects pieces in your chart so you can have that smooth flow of energy. Um, So so yeah, like I, there are times when I can trust my gut on my own and same for anyone listening to this. Like if you have a sacral and even if you are a split definition or multi-split you can trust yourself on your own but then sometimes when you know that you're like oh I can just like air my shit out to someone else they won't tell me what to do I take that match of
1: energy and now I'm more clear you know what that is so funny I should probably find out so you guys I have probably full-time clients right now in my full-time roster. Rachel's one of my full-time clients. I probably have 18 full-time clients right now. And I probably have about nine clients who, just like yourself, check in with me pretty much every day or every two days. And then I have some that like only message me like once a week. I wonder what their human design is because it's going to be so different than you.
0: I'm sure. Oh my God. That would be such a fun experiment to find out like what if there's maybe we should figure in- that out
1: on our next happy hour call you can like kind of lead the call and figure out what everyone is everyone would love that that would
0: be so fun let's do that I mean...
1: oh my gosh we're, we'll totally do that well there's a bonus <laughs> I'll, I'm just gonna bonus call that so when this comes out all my clients are gonna get it here we're gonna do a big bonus call and everyone's gonna want to come but yeah no it's it's really interesting this human design because it's it's going back to the self-trust and like knowing yourself so so well is like I can pay attention to myself in certain ways. Like, I can trust myself in certain ways and I can make decisions in certain ways. But, like, when I am feeling out of alignment, I actually think this really helps for when I am feeling a lot out of alignment because I know, like, if I take on too much or I take on something that's not mine, if I take on someone else's emotion, like, I have a tendency to, you know, you, you know, you've been a client of mine forever. You know that I care about all of you guys. Like in even my, my subscription clients, I have like 35 clients or something right now and it's taking on everyone's energy. Like I want everyone to win so badly, but I also know that like when I take on that, like it's going to do no one any good. It's going to do, you no good. it's going to do my clients no good. So for me, it's helpful to know like, okay, what is mine and what isn't mine. And so I can get back into alignment faster.
0: Yeah, and I think, I'm curious, do you feel frustrated when that happens?
1: Sometimes, yeah, I really do.
0: Yeah, that's the not-self theme of the generators and manifesting generators. Well, manifesting generators is frustration, but it's also just like impatience mainly because they're a combination of the manifesting and manifester and generator. But yeah, I think that's one of the cool things about human design is anytime you start to feel frustrated or impatient or angry or bitter or disappointed, which is like all the different pro uh, energy types, non-self themes, it's it's really about like coming back to yourself, right? And like getting in your body. And I know you do this too. You're like, what is true, right? Yeah, like looking yes. at the facts of like what is true and what you can control, which is something you and I have talked about a lot. Um, But that helps with self-trust too. It's like, oh, I'm frustrated. It doesn't mean that anything's wrong. It doesn't mean that like I'm doing anything wrong. It just means I have to come back to myself and and, like lay out the facts. Absolutely.
1: Hey, y'all. It's Christina. If you've listened to this podcast a while, you've probably heard me talk about my clients. And the reason for that is I'm obsessed with them and they're obsessed with their results. Having been a one-on-one coach for over five and a half years and being voted the top confidence coach in 2020. I can firmly tell you there is not a faster way to success than having someone hold you consistent, confident, and give you the clarity you need to achieve your personal and professional goals. In 2023, I am doing something that no one else in the coaching industry does. And that's allowing you to have me as your one-on-one coach for less than $300 a month. So if you've ever thought about one-on-one coaching and didn't think it was possible for you, I would encourage you to text me the word coach to 501-222-3362 and I can tell you what it would look like to have you and I together in a one-on-one coaching capacity for the next year to make sure you are deciding it is your turn to hit the goals that you have decided for in 2023. Again, text me the word coach to 501 3362 You can send me a message on Instagram at bchristina or check the show notes for more details. I look forward to hearing from you. You know, one other thing that it's taught me as well, um, just knowing the design and kind of coming back to it is like being able to see other options, being able to see other people's opinions, because I, like my husband has probably been a big instrumental part in this, but like I have always been like black or white. And, you know, this is a big part of the mindset work that I've been doing for, you know, close to 20 years or whatever it is now, because well not that long 15 years but because i have always like i just grew up with like a black and white mentality right like i just couldn't see another way and i think now seeing now kind of learning my human design. And one of my weaknesses is the fact that I am very black and white, or I have a hard time seeing someone else's opinion. I also think like what I do now as a coach, it has given me such an opportunity to see the middle and to not judge. You know, I have so many clients that have very different perspectives on a lot of things in life. And I think just doing this occupation makes me really see the person. But knowing the human design, knowing that that's been a hard thing for me, it's been really helpful for me to kind of see the gray in life.
0: Yeah, now I'm wondering if you have a defined mind. I think you did have a defined mind. I'd have to pull it up again. You had sent it to me. But yeah, when you have a defined center, you're not gonna like, I have a defined mind. So I have the same thing where it's hard for me to see other people's opinions. And, you know, sometimes I used to make that be wrong about me. Yes, me too. Right? Yeah. And then when you realize that you're like, you know what, this is just the consistent energy within me. Like I quite literally cannot tap into their mind. I can listen and then I can, like, you can still be a great listener and then understand them. It doesn't mean that you have to think like them. And I actually think that's one of the things that makes you such a great coach is the fact that you do have your own opinions, but you don't allow it to like influence the way other people think.
1: Well, thank you. And I really am very, very conscious of that, because I do feel like that's exactly that's I'm thankful that you said that, because I do feel like that that's a thing like I have a very strong opinion. But I think as a really good coach, my job is to never give you my opinion. My job is to help you get clear on what is the best like opinion, if that's the right word for you, for you to trust yourself, because what is right for me, like this is something that you and I've talked about in our coaching tons of times, like what's right for me may not be right for you. So it's really allowing you to get clear and confident in the decision that's right for you. Not so much like what is the right decision for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, a thousand percent. I totally agree. And then also, I'm like trying to find your chart. You had just oh, okay, there it is. Oh, you have an open mind, but let me see what you do have.
1: So one of the things that I think that I'm do that I do is like I'm I I think I'm good at like like being able to view other people's opinions, but like not get so stuck on like how is that the right opinion? Does that make sense? Like I don't know if I'm being clear on that, but like I think that yeah.
0: It does. Well, you, so you actually have an open mind, which means that you actually can reflect other people's thinking, which also makes you a good coach, which I also think, you know, maybe like rest assured that when you are around other people, that in a sense you are reflecting a part of how they think and a part of how they think will start to come within you. But then when you're alone, you might notice that like you're even more strong in your thinking. Like it's almost like Yeah, like it doesn't influence you as much. Um, I mean, you also have this gate where you want to like reflect harmony to other people, you want like harmony and like people to coexist in a great way. And, um, and that's coming from your open mind. So you're reflecting to other people how to create harmony in the way they think.
1: Oh, well, that's good. Because you know, like, I think that that's a part of what I just I'm so passionate about what I'm doing, right? Because like, I truly want people to succeed. Like, when I tell like, and you know this, but like, when I tell people like either on podcasts or social media or posts or whatever, it's like, I want you to succeed more than anything. Like, I want you to make money. I want you to be happy. I want you to be in alignment. Like, this is no fluff. This is no bullshit. Like, I am so fucking obsessed with it. Because You know, you and I see this so often. One thing about Rachel, I will tell you, you have to, by the way, you have to go and follow Rachel right now. She and I are are very different in a lot of ways, but we're so similar in other ways too. Like, don't you, don't you kind of agree? It's
0: it's like in core ways, like the way we are, like, I think like our, I don't know, there's like a willpower or like a commitment type way energy. And we've also had very similar stories, but then you're like Christian and believe in God. And I grew up Jewish. I'm not Christian at all, but I am spiritual. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: also too, you're like, like. I, I don't know if you call yourself like boho or like you're just like so like I remember like one of our first calls you're like yeah I walk around naked all the time I fucking love it you're like I, you
0: oh my, my boyfriend that's so funny you said that my boyfriend because I dance naked in my living room yeah like oh yeah out. this is so
1: Rachel yes I'm like <laughs> fuck no I don't dance, dance naked in the dark by myself bitch no
0: Rachel's <laughs> over here like
1: dancing all naked and shit
0: I, yeah, that is that is one thing about me. I mean, I grew up going to a nude beach with my family. And so like my boyfriend always says that I'm probably giving everyone a show like on the street, but like, for I sure. don't think of anyone looking at me. I'm like, no one's looking at me. I oh, just, no. just we're all
1: like myself. Who's got like two sweatshirts on in the dark by herself. No, I'm a hundred percent looking at you. Like, I'm like, <laughs> but I'm not looking at you in a bad way. I'm looking at you like, damn, that's confidence girl. Go out, go for it.
0: You're right. You're right. We have like different types of confidence in like a different way. Yes, I I know what you're talking about. A thousand percent. Oh my gosh!
1: Yeah, we totally do. I don't even know where I was going. The whole nakedness like (laughs) totally threw me off. Dancing naked in my living room. I'm just thinking, oh god, no. That is like the cornerstone of who I am. So it really (laughs) is. It honest to God, really is. Like I remember, and Rachel found me like so randomly too. Like tell the story of how you like found me. It's so crazy.
0: Okay, but I think this is, like, such a great human design perspective. It that, really, really is, actually. So, and like... I did
1: the same thing. I'll tell you my story after. Go ahead.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, my God. I love these stories. Because I think, like, just, like, noticing where human design experiments in real life work out just brings even more trust, right? So, I was about to host my first mastermind, and I was freaking out a little bit because, like, I always want... I'm just like Christina. We're like, I want this to be the best, like this is where we're very similar. I'm like, I want to do whatever I can. So like, I need to be in a mastermind. So I was like, I don't know. I don't know anyone putting one on right now. So I Googled it. I Googled masterminds and yours popped up. Like, I don't
1: know on the front page, I I suppose. I was two. Yeah. I was number two or three. I think I'm number two for the best one-on-one confidence coach and like three or four for the best mastermind.
0: Yeah. So it was like that where I was like, okay. And then it you fill out a form. So like, okay. And then I think like a week or two before you texted me, you're like, we're going to have our call. You got to fill out this form. And I fill out the form. And then I realized, I'm like, wait a second. I don't know anything about this woman. And I'm like, if I had to hop on a call with her to possibly talk about going into her mastermind and possibly spend a lot of money. I probably should like you know, do some research. Yep. Something that felt right. But I went on her podcast and I listened to your journey of becoming an entrepreneur. And I was just like, "This woman is me." And I think I even said that to you on our discovery call. I was like, "I" when I listened to that podcast, I was like, "I knew because you had this. You're just me. You like you went from." like the eating disorder to like the, you know, finding the confidence to the self-love to then realizing, oh, woman friends are important and community. And I was like, that was my journey. So everything in me was like, all right, there's something magical here going on. I'm going to show up to the call. And then you told me about it. You told me the price. And I don't know why. I'm like me and you are also working on my money mindset. I'm really great at just like throwing money at things, but it also felt right. So I trusted my gut, you know, sacral inner authority, and was like, all right, whatever, take my money. And then it was great. Now you're my one-on-one coach, and you've changed my life more than any other coach I've worked with. But if I didn't look on Google and then randomly apply to your thing and then randomly listen to that podcast episode and then random and then just give you all my money like you wouldn't be here
1: <laughs> okay I love you I love that but I also think that that kind of comes back like put yourself in this story here is like that is exactly who Rachel is like she has so much trust in herself and like you just knew you had to do something you didn't like, really think about all of the what ifs. You didn't think about the end of the story. Like, and honestly, when I hired my coach Lacey, it was something very, very simple. It was very, very similar. I had been in masterminds for a long time. I had been investing in masterminds for I think about four years, three or four years. And my assistant at the time was like, Christina, I know you love masterminds, but like you're really starting to grow. And for us to get to the next level, I really think you should think about a one-on-one coach. I've listened to this woman's podcast, take a look at her. And And I literally went to Lacey's website, looked at like two things, got on a call with her. And I was like, oh, fuck. And you think you pay me a lot? Ha! I paid. Hers was a fortune. But when, so I I literally like, because she pays, I take it, she takes a commission and all the things. But I literally asked. I think I asked three people. So I kind of did some back end and I've told everyone who's hiring me, I was like, do some snooping, try to figure out who are my clients. I mean, Jesus, all you'd have to do is listen to the podcast because I've interviewed so many of my clients over the years. But I messaged three people who I thought her who I thought she had as clients. And I was like, Hey, do you work with Lacey? Can you give me your opinion? Asked three people. The first one sent sent me a message back and she's like, Oh, I've been with her for like two years. She's amazing. And she's like, I don't mind paying her the commission because I used to be an an actress and I paid a a talent manager, uh, a commission as well. So I didn't think it was a big deal. That just changed everything for me because when I was in golf, I had an agent too, that I had to pay 20%. So I was like, Oh, this makes total sense. Okay. Sounds good. And I signed up with Lacey and, you know, Know, three three and a half years later here we are but I think just having someone in a one-on-one capacity that's the reason why I believe so heavily in one-on-one even you and I were talking about it about your partner who like whether you know like I just think that having someone know you and your business is like the fucking go to get things moving forward.
0: Yeah. And I know that, you know, that I know that I totally agree with you. Like my partner, he crushes it in life, but he's an astronomer right now. And we're like, boy, get a one-on-one coach, like just do it. Um, But yeah, that's like how we can go. And I think like, I didn't even know, no, I did know human design at that point. And I had been trusting that gut response, but I'm, I'm wondering for you, like, did it just feel like Like, because you weren't in your head, it just feels effortless, right? And like, it feels like a forward, like a lean in.
1: You know what? That's, you know, it's so funny because I'm looking at the notes that um, I have down about my human design and it was something like what I'm reading here is like, I can trust opportunities that come to me because I trust myself. And I think that that's exactly what you and I were just saying. So I want the listeners, put yourself in the story, whether you're thinking about like a coach or whatever, like it, it can be something completely different. It can be something about personal or business or relationship or whatever. But like, for me, it was about trusting the opportunity and feeling like, I was going to show up to that situation no matter what, you know, like you and I, before we even hit record today, we were just talking about like how, um, I wish moms, what did I even write down? I wrote down, I wanted mom. Oh yeah. You and I were talking about how, cause we were talking about a different situation, but I was talking about how many moms I get on calls with over the years. And it makes me cry. Cause I get so emotional because I want people to win so bad, but like how many moms are afraid to invest in themselves. But if I told them how much it would change their kids lives in the future, they would all figure out how to do it because every one of them can figure out how most people can figure out how to do it. Like I had a woman one time sign up with me. She's like, oh, well, I spend that much money money per month on makeup. So maybe I'll just like not spend it on makeup this month. And I just thought that that was a beautiful example because so many people say that they can't do it because they don't trust themselves or they don't figure out a way, but if they, because 99.9% of moms just fucking love the shit out of their kids. Right. And if they knew how much working on themselves would improve their children's lives, they would all do it times 10.
0: Yeah, we were, I think what we were talking about is how it's a ripple effect, because since I started working with you was I became so much more confident and it's like, I felt like I didn't, I, you know, before you tell yourself, I'm a bad coach, am I good coach, especially when you first start coaching or anytime, anything you first start, you're like, am I even good at this? And then you would, my action as response was overcompensating, which then made me not as good of a coach, because then it's like, you're acting from the belief that you're not a good coach and you need to do something about it, which then affects other people. And it's like, since, you know, I've decided I'm just a good coach and now I truly believe it. I am showing up as a good coach. So then it's a ripple effect to my clients. So it's the same thing as a mom. I mean, I think I actually had a friend who called herself the child whisperer and she did start teaching like her methods because everyone was like, how do you get my child to behave this way? And her thing was, was she was the example and she acted this way first. And she like, she had this thing called the calm body. She would get in her calm body and she'd be like, guys, let's get in our calm body together. And so that is just like a great example of how when you work on yourself, it then does ripple out to your kids. Like you want, you think your kid's the trouble child? Why don't you just look at yourself first, right? Which can be stingy for some people to hear, but it's also like, in we can't control other people, but we can control like how we feel and the investment in ourselves. So yeah, a thousand percent.
1: Oh, I totally agree. It's so funny, the calm, the calm body. And yeah, like you and I are coming at this and I always like wanna preface, like neither Rachel or I do have children. So, you know, we don't really know, but I do say all the time to every mom, I do feel like I have something special not being a mom because I have a perspective that most moms don't have because, and whether it's, you know, I I personally think it's a good thing for a lot of my mom clients because I am not, like kind of fogged with that, like pure, like desire love that they all have. I have the pure desire love of like looking at them as humans, not just moms, because I know if they're their highest selves, if they're their best selves, if they're showing up for themselves, they show up for their kids even better. So I think that that's kind of what you were trying to say. Yeah,
0: that's exactly what I'm saying. I am not a mom. So, I mean, I did get a puppy recently. Oh my
1: gosh, this has changed your life.
0: <laughs> oh, let's yeah. talk
1: about this. Let's, let's talk about this because this is actually has ties to human design because Rachel trusted herself. To tell the story. This is insane. You guys.
0: Okay. So this is why moms, like get you a little bit more now. Cause I've been spending a lot more like playtime with him. Okay. Let me back up. So, in December, I had the opportunity to get a French bulldog puppy, which is something I didn't think I'd be able to get for several years and it was a really great opportunity. Financially it didn't make sense cuz I'm moving into a new apartment and I've all these new bills and um yeah, lots of things going on. But I had an I've had insomnia for let's say like it's been really bad for like 10-15 years. Um, almost my whole life I've had it, but especially bad the last 10 years. And the day I got my puppy, which is, this does not make any logical sense, but something in me was like, I need this puppy no matter what. So I even said to Christina and she's working on with me with holding money. So I like figured out a way to make it happen. I was like, I will do whatever it takes to get this puppy because something in me needs this puppy. Or I just know I I wanted it in my life. So I got him and the day after, uh, he was settled into my house. I started sleeping well. And now it's like two, three weeks in three At weeks. Least, in. Yeah, three weeks. I'm sleeping the best I've slept in 1015 years, which is like, I had got into coaching and health and everything I've done throughout my life for the sake of making my sleep better. And it goes to show we think we can control things. We think, oh, I can learn this thing about sleep and do that thing. And okay, I'm going to stay up till 3am researching this about sleep now and implement it all. And, and then we can get really sad because nothing's working. And then the most illogical thing comes into your life, a puppy where normally you wouldn't sleep as well. And now all of a sudden you're sleeping like a million times better.
1: So yeah, it's just insane to me. It's it's insane. Tell uh, tell us what you said to me before we got on the call about like how we as humans try to figure out like the exact path for everything and sometimes you just have to have the trust and not worry about the path remember you said it so eloquently
0: yeah it's so the thing when you're and I'm teaching this in my lit up master class tonight for generators and manifesting generators we live in a in a logical world and we think that it's logical like we think we can put logic On everything in life, but I mean, if we really think about like human history, we've tried to do that throughout human history, and we keep changing our minds. Like we're like, no, all the time. (laughs) Even science, it's like the keto diet's amazing. It's like no paleo is amazing. No vegetarianism is amazing. It's like they can't all be the best, right? So I think it just that goes to show alone that we don't live in a logical world. But what I found is when you just follow those desires, the things that give you satisfaction, the things that give you pleasure, it will lead you to somewhere that you had, that you've been trying to get to, but then it just happens naturally without you even having to try just because you trusted yourself to do the thing you wanted to do. Um, This even applies to when I hosted my first retreat. I had like two, one or two clients to my name. I had no business hosting a retreat, but I was meeting frustration, the not-self theme a lot. So I said, I'm going to take a month off from my business and do nothing and just do things that bring me pleasure. And I traveled and I went to Virginia to my mentor's house and I hung out with like coaches that whole month. And at some point I talked to a psychic who told me something and then I decided in response because generating types respond, I was like, that means I get to host a retreat even though it made no logical sense and the fear was really freaking high for that, but the excitement was so strong, just like with this dog that I didn't make logical sense because I was moving into a new apartment. I didn't really have the money, but like when you have that passion and that, I think passion can really feel trust too. Like when you have so much passion and excitement for something fueled it. And then I was able to fill my first retreat in like a month with 14 people when I had no clients before, but it was like two things. One, I trusted that I could wait and something would show up and that I wasn't going to die, which is a big thing for manifesting generators is they don't want to wait. They want to be impatient. Um, But then like the thing showed up and it was really fucking scary, but so much more exciting. And then you follow the pleasure, even though it doesn't make sense and it works out and it opened up a whole new part in my business. So that's an additional story, but I think it also just explains, like just lean into the things that excite you and you can trust it.
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. You guys, I want you to like hit that back button and listen to that like three times because it is a hundred percent bang on. That is exactly like for myself. When I am in alignment, I feel so satisfied. Like it is not hard for me. And this is, you know, I've talked about this on this podcast a bunch. It is not hard for me to make money and find clients when I am so fucking aligned with it. And I think if you are a person, especially in the beginning stages of your business, I know a lot of people listen to this podcast for that. Like if it is feeling so fucking hard, you have got to figure out how to get that excitement back. And if you know, Rachel just gave you the permission to like fuck off for a month and just get that energy. Watch what happens. And I also have hosted numerous retreats. And let me tell you, 14 people in a month is fucking badass crazy. So like that is just proof that this shit works.
0: Yeah. And it's It's funny because now I'm seeing it so much when I work with other people who they want to force things and they're like, and they're living from their mind because they get this idea and the idea sounds exciting, but they don't actually bring it down and ground it into their body. And it's like, then they try to strategize it and force it. And it's like, you... I'm sure someone listening to this knows a time when they had a full-bodied yes, and it wasn't because an idea dropped in their head because they were overthinking it and trying to force anything. It was because... There was something that was just bigger than them that propelled them into action. And I think um, a lot of the times people get frustrated because they get stuck in their mind and they are trying to figure it out and then make strategy and plan and force. And then you get more frustrated and then you start questioning everything you're doing, which leads to more frustration. So, yeah, I, I think it's just about like, taking a step back and really trusting that the universe will, which I'm sure you would call it God, will like show you the way.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Universe, God, source, energy, crystals, woo, I don't (laughs) care what you call it. But like Rachel and I, like she said, you know, we're so different. And yet we're so the same in alignment when it, when that belief comes in there, like every single person, you have to have this part, whether you're like, this is why I always say like the faith part for me, I don't care if you're a Christian or not. I am. But Rachel's not. And yet we are both exactly the same when it comes to the faith part. We're exactly as the same in that belief that knowing that trust that it will work, it will show up if you can really have like if you lean into that belief. It is Do you not agree that it's way too hard to do life and business without that part. You can't. That's you the can't. thing is you
0: just can. You can't because you won't have the energy or you'll keep sabotaging yourself. There is something bigger than you that drops into your body. Like I really I think it's so helpful for someone to think of a time when it didn't make any logical sense, but something in them was like, I need to do this thing. And they had so much energy for it. And it was no problem showing up for it. And it worked out way better and opened up doors that they couldn't have even imagined. It's just bigger than you.
1: Yes. Oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Rach, can you tell everyone how they can work with you? Because I know that not only do you have your retreats and you have your, your very inexpensive human design reading and you have your uh, webinars that you do, but like tell everyone how they can find you, how that they can work with you because your energy is just something that people need in their lives.
0: Oh, thank you. Um, you can find me on Instagram. It's at under or Rachel underscore Raritimos. And you get a human design reading with me, which I actually think is the best place to start. Every time I give a reading to someone, every single person I've given a reading to is like, I have so much self-acceptance. I have more confidence now because of this part that I was rejecting about myself, I can just accept. So even if it's just to find more self-acceptance, I think starting with a human design reading is really great. Um, And then I have my goddess mind, don't know when the next round is, my retreats. So I would just start with a human design reading, book a human design reading with me
1: and let's chat. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Absolutely. You guys, please go check her out. If you follow me, you know, I follow her. She's on there. Rachel, Rachel Veritimos. Uh, You can check the show notes. I'm going to tag her when this podcast came out. Thank you so much. I just adore you. I love getting to do life and business with you. And um, thank you for talking all about human design because I'm telling you, it is truly a game changer. There's so many tools out there, but this is a, a beautiful one. So thank you.